And hello, people of the internet. How's it going today? How you doing? I'm Billy Bones, and this is a walk through the mine. A moment where we can sit down, hang out, chit-chat, discuss a handful of ideas that have been bouncing around inside my head, and see if we can't take those ideas for ourselves and go out and get the conversation started with friends, family, the people we meet on the street, or maybe we just get those gears turned within our own head and we see where it takes us. So this weekend, listening to a broadcast, I'm not sure which one, kind of all, time is starting to blend together to me, for me, once again. Individual days aren't necessarily standing out, but on the whatever broadcast I was listening to, they played a lover boy song, Working for the Weekend. And I'm sure most people would uh, recognize that song, at least of maybe my generation, us older millennials. But the whole point of the song is we're all putting in our, our 40 hours, plus or minus, just to get to that weekend, to get to that point where we can sit back, relax, unplug, unwind, forget about that office job, and just kick back. Maybe we get to, again, watch the game or pile on extra responsibilities. Go, Got to go watch the kids play soccer or Little League Baseball or whatever it is, gymnastics. But you're not at the office anymore. When I was in Washington, I had a rather rough work schedule. Before COVID, it was a rough work schedule, but I was able to make it work regular 45 to 50-hour work weeks plus an extra five hours built into that work week of commute time just for me getting to and from work plus having to show up early for a decent parking spot gave very little time for home activities and then my I guess it's a personality type where I always remain active and I can tell you I wasn't always a remain active kind of guy the remain active scenario kicked in in my life when I became a homeowner or at least a mortgage holder, didn't didn't own a home. Don't own a home when you have a mortgage. Bank owns the home. You're just making payments in hopes to own that home one day. But when I was a renter, I'd go do my, my job, my work, pay my bills, and then time off was time off. I didn't have any extra responsibilities. I didn't have to worry about a potential leaking roof or gutters falling off or... And, when I was a renter, I didn't have to worry about mowing the lawn. None of the houses had big enough lawns that I had to worry about. Didn't have to worry about washing machines going on or anything like that. Updating wall paint or carpet or whatever. But then I became a homeowner, mortgage holder. And the level of responsibility increased dramatically. Now, all of it was not always home-based projects. There was always a project in the works, always something that needed to be done. More often than not, working on cars, that's what you get for owning an older vehicle. They're not always perfectly up to par and usually need some sort of maintenance. But the level of responsibility skyrocketed again. And so maybe it it becomes a character flaw when I don't take enough time to balance things out, but When you don't have time to 
unwind on a basic schedule. Everybody I know, or not everybody I know, but that stereotypical job of 40 hours a week and you punch out, boss doesn't want you getting overtime. Overtime was mandatory at my last job. But you have that time after work or before work to get that little bit of extra something done. It doesn't need to be a whole lot. Again, it's just chiseling away. And maybe you're taking your pre-weekend relaxation in the mornings or in the evenings, and then you save up and you get a burst of work done on Saturday, and maybe you take Sunday for a day of rest, or maybe you go and work at it some more. But all these hours that we're talking about right now, up until now, outside of the responsibility levels at home, those come with any level of life, more or less. Again, if you're a mortgage holder, that level of responsibility kind of kicks in a little bit more. And I mean, we can also somehow make more money to pay people to do those jobs that we don't want to do. Do I make enough money to pay someone else to mow the lawn here? No. But in that in that vein of things, some people are fortunate enough to have made companies come through and clean their homes. Or maybe just the maids do such a better job and those people know that they're not going to clean enough well enough that they pay someone else to do that, tidy and organize, and more power to them. I wish that was a feasible option for me, but that's okay. But in this change of more or less societies, but my entire life being flipped on its head, again, not not starting from scratch, zero, but very low on the totem pole as far as work hours go. And I'm trying to make something happen. I'm keeping up my bad habit of continuous work. I may not be working for someone else 50 hours a week and then putting in my own 10 to 12 to 20 hours on the weekend. No, now I'm working significantly less for someone else, but I'm working for myself. I'm not just working for the weekend, seeing as the weekends are now full of work. I look at this podcast as a job. It may not be paying the bills just yet, but that's okay. We got to start somewhere. Got to get that practice in. Got to get those 10,000 hours. I'd like for this to be able to pay some of the bills. And so you got to work at it. You're always thinking about it. You're always trying to figure out the next big step. And maybe it's not a big step, but that point of conversation, that idea, that way of being able to move forward, make it just a little bit better. But also in this weekend, I've been starting getting the ball rolling on my woodworking projects. And that's a business that I hope will be able to, again, chip in, help pay the bills. It's going to pay the bills for the first couple of years, more than likely not. I have to figure out how to start a small business license, figure that out, work on some tax write-offs. That's all what running your own business is about, as far as I understand, is playing that tax loophole game. Big guys can do it. Those little people can do it too. But it's a chiseling away. And it becomes very difficult. I understand that not everybody has the capital or the skills to get everything done. Like, it would be fun to be an actual artist, be able to pick up a pencil or some paintbrushes and be able to draw something. 
got fantastic pictures in my mind, but the dexterity in my fingers for such fine artwork is not possible. I'd like to be able to play the guitar, but again, that dexterity in the fingers is, is not there. Another level of artwork that I'm not equipped to do, but such as it will be. That's a job for someone else, someone else to work on their own weekends. Will they become the next Led Zeppelin or Guns N' Roses? I don't know any current bands today. Excuse me. But that point, again, of being able to work for yourself, chip in, apply yourself, apply your skills, apply your talent, your dream, your expectations to this renaissance that we do get to live through. This point. With the internet, again, our Tower of Babel, our means to communicate and learn and educate one another. How much stuff can you go onto YouTube and learn about? Drum lessons, electrical wiring, how to build a chicken coop, how to program. I was watching YouTube videos the other day on how to program. Almost there. Need to. I definitely need to learn. It's boring and it's dry. But... This is, again, something that I need to be able to do to kind of make things happen. And it's possible. I know it's all possible. The handful of people that I've talked to down here, the full-time jobs are not as plentiful as they are out in Washington State. There's a handful of people that I know that work two jobs because it's all just part-time work. Unskilled labor is quite plentiful down here. Most people can just come in and sit in the seat, pull the lever, and call it good. A full-time job requires a little bit more commitment, a little bit more skill, both on the company and on the individual, to make it all happen, to make a contract, a cohesion work. But there was another individual that I talked to a little while ago down here. He's got his part-time job, might be working 30, 35 hours a week. But he has his own business. He's got his own job at home that he employs other people to do to make things happen. And that's his means of making ends meet. It's kind of funny. He's working for one company and taking business calls in the middle of his job working at my house. I'm not going to tell. Wasn't, wasn't very long, but it was just enough to notice that, yeah, he's working. And are we working for just the weekend? Were we working for retirement? One of those little things that we're always told we need to save, we need to put a little bit of money aside so we can have a comfortable living towards the end of our days. Everybody always says, should have started earlier, should have started earlier. And it is true the way that the money grows. I don't have a lot of money put aside in a retirement account, but I have money set aside in a retirement account. It'll be something, but I need to continue to make sure that that happens. The previous job I had, a former manager from a previous job, had said that you sacrifice your time today as a kid, as a youth, when you're young and strapping and able to do such laborious things so that way you can save money for tomorrow. When you won't be able to run and jump around, you'll have a relaxed and easy retirement. I gave that up. The Again, the job that I signed up for back in the day 
was completely different, not completely, but enough different than when I left that the trade-off didn't seem worth it anymore. But my life choices had led me to be able to make such a, a choice, a jump. And there's other people that are still there. They're not just working for their weekend, but they're working for their forever weekend, their retirement. And as they should, that's their priority. They want to be able to hit a point where they won't be required to work. And I always saw myself as someone who would always have to work, even with that retirement account. So why not start today? Why not jump into the fray and start this this weekend work? Every job is a grind. Every job has its ups and downs. And granted, I'm still in the very beginning stages, but they say if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. That's BS. It's always work. I'm still putting in my 60 hours a week, but there's a pleasure to it. There's a zen. There's a feeling that you're kind of one with everything. It's something that you're good at. It will be an immediate return of Pride, if you take pride in your work, if you hate your job, if you hate whatever you're doing, pride is kind of hard to come by on that one. But when you're making your art, be that programming, the websites, or for me, the woodworking, it's slow and tedious at times. I wish it could go faster, but it can't. It's the nature of the business. It's the nature of how the projects work. And I'll figure out a flow, a balance to make it all roll together. But I'm working for myself, and I'm working for my future customers. I'd like to give them a product that they're happy to display, something they're they're happy to have, something that they're willing to tell other people about that makes it worth everybody else's while. Will it be a product for everybody? No. There's no product out there for everybody except for like taxes and grocery stores. But even grocery stores are not for everybody. Tax professionals are not for everybody. Undertakers, however, there's a job. There's a job for someone. What kind of weekend work is that? But bouncing around, squirming around, figuring it all out on our journey towards our weekend. Be that a mere two days. We're lucky enough to have three-day weekends, personal holidays. Or if we're going for that long weekend. The extra long weekend when we're able to retire, kick our feet up. Do we have enough money saved? Did we put in our effort today so we could relax tomorrow? But I've been Billy Bones. B-I-L-L-Y-B-O-N the number three S. Find me on Twitter and Gab at Billy Bones. You find me on Mastodon the Federation of Instances at BillyBones at NoAgendaSocial.com And if you need something more than 140 characters to get in contact with me, you're in luck. You can go to the website BillyBones.com Remember that's spelt with the number 3 instead of an E. There's a link for the email BillyBones at Mail.com Not Gmail. You get there, you feel free to send a long enough diatribe. Maybe we connect it on some little talking point. Maybe I got something talk, some talking point wrong. And we can evolve our conversation from there. Also on the website, there are links to past shows and show notes. No show notes today. But this is a value for value podcast. If you found value out of this show, 
be this this one episode or the entire catalog fantastic i'm glad you did the first thing that i ask that you do is you give the show a share maybe someone else can find a talking point a means to communicate a means to get their gears turning with their own head but if you feel that this show this podcast is worth a monetary value or you feel like you'd like to buy me a beer or i don't know a cheeseburger maybe help chip in for some of those new woodworking tools you're more than welcome to again you go to the billybones.com you scroll all the way down and there's a link that says value for value big v for v you go there you click that it'll send you to paypal and then you can be like today's executive producer sir sean of the allegheny valley sending in 15 dollars, 15 federal reserve freedom units to help me pay the bills keep this podcast lights on microphone humming thank you very much sir very much appreciated but you don't have to just send dollar bills you're more than welcome to send satoshis this is a podcasting 2.0 compliant app more of that to come need more programming Ugh. but send satoshis with your new podcast app uh, your podcasting 2.0 new go there find one that works for you other shows out there do chapters and all that other fun stuff, but for right now, it's just Satoshi's. But I'd like to thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing these conversations, be that the recorded version or you reinterpreting. But I will talk to you next week, and I love you guys.